0: Hey, it's really good to be back with you again. I've missed you. I've been out a few Sundays and we even had to throw in an older service for you last Sunday, Uh, mainly because of me, went through some health issues. I'm back and uh, I'm grateful to be back and I just wanna thank you for your prayers concerning my health. Uh, I'm balancing everything back out again and so uh, I look to be back and be doing well. Um, Also wanna thank Logan And I want to thank Robert and I want to thank uh, T, Tyra behind me on my right, Tucker, uh, for everybody just being so flexible during that time. Logan and Robert were preaching in my absence and I'm grateful for that. Uh, I want you to find the scripture, Philippians 3, 14, either find it in a Bible that you have or find it on a device that you may be using or just jot it down for later reference, but Philippians 3.14, I wanna read it to you. I pursue as my goal the the prize promised by God's heavenly call in in Christ Jesus. Let's pray together. Father, I I pray that you be with me. Help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit Any word of knowledge you give to me to speak to our people. Lord, if you prompt me with it, I do wanna be obedient to speak to it. And uh, you will remind me out of anybody that's in person or that's listening, watching, uh, Lord, that I'm the one under a greater judgment because I'm a teacher of your word and I accept my place in rightly dividing it. It's in the name of Jesus, I pray his name that I preach. Amen. I, uh, I wrote this sermon as a challenge a number of weeks ago uh as a challenge for just daily life in 2021 the year that's before us and and it's intended uh, to bring endurance and focus to you Uh, so uh, you're going to be seeing this on uh, facebook live if you're watching it facebook live you're watching today on sunday and then you may listen to it or watch it any other time through our podcast Uh, availability, but uh, we're actually videoing it on Thursday, and that is January the 7th. That's our video day, it's usually Thursday. So I'm doing the sermon video, even though you're watching it at another time, on Thursday after the incident that happened at the Capitol uh, yesterday afternoon and night. I was out of town, Uh, I was listening to the radio and I heard what was going on. Uh, able to keep up with it on the radio, calling Julie back and forth to see what she's picking up. And uh, so this sermon uh, was really intended to look at the year that is before us, uh, but it's also going to fit what initially has happened e- even yesterday in the recent occurrence of yesterday. Uh, some of us are going to say that 2020 was the worst year of our life, uh, there's no doubt it's been extremely difficult on people, not only here but throughout the world. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, the worst two years of my life were 2016 and 2017. Uh, it, as far as I'm concerned, I'm talking about me personally. I'm not talking about you. Um, 2020 doesn't match uh, the tough years of 2016 and 17. Uh, as far as our family, those were some of the most the toughest years. Tough times, suffering, difficulties, loss um, in any year are difficult. 2020 is difficult, but not as difficult as some other times. Uh, Why did I say it that way? Because I want our ministry here to be encouraging to you, enlightening to you. I want it to challenge you, but there's always this call of focus. And that's what's going to happen today. There's going to be a challenge and a focus. Philippians 3.14, I just read to you, said, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Uh, Other versions don't use the phrase, I pursue. It uses the phrase, I press, uh, like the ESV. says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. When he's using the phrase, Paul is writing this here, and he's using the phrase pursue or press. Uh, it, it is a picture of going forward, an absolute picture of going forward. He says in an earlier verse that I, 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 I'm not looking back and um, I'm, I'm, not looking, I'm forgetting those things that are behind. And forget doesn't mean you can't remember them. It means they don't raise your blood pressure anymore. It means they're really not affecting your life anymore. So he's this this passage, this one verse in this beautiful, beautiful letter, is a, a call to go forward. In uh, in all knowing, Paul is writing this as a prison epistle, uh, near death. And can you and just think about this for a moment? He's he's near death, the possibility of near death, but he's thinking forward. Wow! I mean, that's what I can say is wow. His his pursuit is still there and his pressing forward is still there. Both of these words, pursue and press, give the picture of the interpretation of I I will follow uh, and I'm going to follow my goal, which is the prize promised by God's heavenly call in and through Christ Jesus. So as he writes this, Paul is writing it with uh, a racing picture in mind. It it could be chariots, Um, that the Ben Hur race, you know, that you've you've seen if you've ever watched the movie Ben Hur. Uh, It's an athletic picture. It could mean just the act of running and racing. And Paul is not foreign to using this. Uh, You know, I run the race, I finish the course. You know, he goes on and on and says those things. But it is the picture I want you to get of pressing forward of striving to move forward. The discipline of an athlete, whether you're, you're, you're driving a chariot with horses in a race, or if you're running a race, the discipline is really not to look back. You know if you look back, uh, you, you'll lose a step. Anybody in track and field will be able to tell you that. You're gonna, you're gonna lose some pace if you're looking back. Jesus says as a kingdom principle, that once you've put your hand to the plow and look back, you're not fit for the for the kingdom of, of, of God. So uh, the, the picture that he's given here is a picture of moving forward. When it comes to uh, the hope arrow that we have, uh, and we have the word hope and the arrow at the end of it, it is a picture of you. The arrow means you're being sent. But it is, it is you're being sent forward very strategic that we use it that way it is i'm moving which direction i'm moving forward so the first part of our focus today whether it's the events of yesterday that were unsettling for all of us uh, or whether it is what we're going to encounter in 2021 uh I know we're looking at 2021, hopefully to be a year of great relief, but who knows? I mean, we didn't know what 2020 had in store for us. Who knows what it's gonna be there, but there's still this call. And this call is for every single believer that is living the kingdom life of God himself, that it is a picture of what we do and we've got to continue to be able to move forward. He said, I press and I pursue uh, as my goal. So what's his goal? Well, the word goal here means mark or target. And uh, we know that athletes that are running a race have a goal, they have a goal line, they have a finish line uh, that they get to. So there's a focus on that, on that goal, on that, on that mark, that target that we have. You need to understand as a believer, I want you to listen to this, okay? I want want to teach you this. I want want to be your coach. As a believer, it's not for you to live life going any direction you want. We we think, man, you know, this is my life. God saved me and I'm just going to go any direction that I want. How many times have we read verses that he guides our path? Are the, the, the man and woman of God He orders their steps. I I just want you to know that it's not living a life of just going any direction that I want to go. It is the picture of that I am moving forward. I'm absolutely moving forward toward this goal. Uh, And and the, the target can be something, but in our case as believers, the target is someone, and that's the person of Christ. The challenge of Hebrews is to fix your eyes on Jesus. So it's not something we're fixing on, it's someone we're fixing on, and that's Christ himself. Look at Philippians 3.10, same chapter, different verse. Paul says, my goal, do you see that? My goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Do you see that? My goal is to know him and power and fellowship of God himself through Jesus and being conformed conformed to his death. That's Paul's goal. Let me ask you a question, because if we're going to disciple people effectively, we have to learn to ask really good questions. What's your goal? What is your goal? Uh, Is your goal earthly or is it heavenly? What are your goals? Let me ask you again, your goal, is it temporary or is it eternal? Is it stuff? Because it can be stuff. Or is it a person? When I say a person, I'm, I'm not talking about a celebrity, I'm talking about the very person of Jesus himself. Can it be stuff? Let me ask you this question, is your goal to be recognized, uh, held in high esteem? You you should live with the spirit of excellence, every one of us should live with that. But the point is, do you just want to be recognized or known? And if I go back to Philippians 3.10, Paul's goal is to know him, to know Jesus and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Earthly or heavenly, is your goal temporary or, or, or uh, eternal? Is your goal stuff uh, because you have a lot? Or is it person? Is it the person of Christ? Is it to be known and recognized uh, by the world? Or is it to be known by him? <clears throat> if you're thinking, which I hope you are, <clears throat> you're going, hey, preacher, is it wrong for me to make earthly goals? No. No, it's not. Uh, some of you have just made New Year's resolutions goals to lose weight. Some of you have made goals that you're going to run a 5K or a number of 5Ks uh, this year. Some of you, we'll get, away from, we'll get away from all the exercise and the lack of food uh, and the irritability that comes with both. Uh, we'll, we'll go to, uh, you have a goal of reading so many books in a year or you have a goal of uh, all the things you wanna volunteer for. So the goals don't always have to be around the the body and exercise. No, it's not wrong for you to make those kind of goals. But here's my point. Here's my point. My point is you and I have got to be setting our mind on things that are above. And he doesn't just tell that to old people. He's telling that to believers because that's where our prize is. And that's what moves me. That's what moves me into our next segment of scripture. He says, I press or pursue as my goal, uh, and the goal meaning the marker, the target, uh, the prize. We're gonna handle the prize now. It doesn't say a whole lot about the prize here in this verse, but we're able to dissect it and figure it out. It, it, is, it seems to be heavenly, obviously, because of the verse. It is a prize promised by God's heavenly call. Uh, it is eternal, and we know that Paul says this all the time. Set your minds and your hearts on things that are eternal, things that are there for you in eternity. Uh, uh, also, it talks about this prize that we have, is that uh, it is promised by God in this verse. The prize that we have is promised by him. And if it's promised by him, it's going to be so. If we read Philippians 3, we're going to see that this prize has a lot to do with the resurrection and the the future promise of resurrection that he's going to have in Christ. Remember, it may be easy for Paul to think about uh, eternity right here because he's near death and eternity can literally be that afternoon for him. Uh, and he's thinking about it, but he's telling me and you to think about it. Uh, and he says, I pursue or I press as my goal, my target, the prize. And the prize is promised by God, and it's, it's, it has to do with the heavenly call in and through Christ Jesus. Uh, here, here's what I believe Paul is trying to say to me and you today. Listen, work hard at finishing strong, finishing well. I I just turned 60. Julie, my Julie, my wife, found something on Facebook one day and showed it to me. And it says, when you turn 60, uh, talking about you, your, your body, it says your check engine light comes on more often. I want to tell you, since I've turned 60, my check engine light has been on all the time. It's been one health escapade after another. Uh, And you would just have to hear the story to get all of it. But just trust me in that. And have have I thought about eternity a little more than before? Sure. When our son-in-law, Tom, died, I was thinking about it. My parents passed away. My father, 30 years ago. My mother... Uh, seven years ago, uh, when it comes to that, just had a first cousin pass away. People near and dear my life pass away. Uh, it. I don't think it's. I don't think it's hard to think about things eternal. I think it's really easy. I just think we get busy, and then we get to, to feeling a little guilty that we are. But one day, do y'all hear me? One day. We're not gonna hear the escapades of happening in a Capitol building or anywhere else throughout the world. Again, what one day, do you understand what we're gonna be a part of one day? And uh, I long for that. I long for that. But just in my little bit of, of health journey here lately, have I thought about eternity a little more? Sure. Have I, have I put my papers in order a little more for Julie? Absolutely. I've done every bit of that, but I also am thinking about what God has promised. Max Anders wrote this. He said, earthly prizes don't last, but eternal prizes do. I wanna say that again. Earthly prizes don't last, but eternal promises and prizes, they do. Uh, The key in Paul is that you and I finish strong. We finish well. Is sign language is that strong? Uh, we finish strong. We finish strong. Listen, don't don't weaken on me out. Don't don't just wane away. You as a believer, as a believer, don't 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 get pastors up in there thinking about us as being different than you. Listen, you as a believer, you you focus on finishing this race strong and you finish it well and you finish it having been found keeping the faith and pressing forward into every bit of that. This becomes a repeating theme of Paul himself. There are difficult times, but he has promised to lead us through. And not only will he lead us through, he will will empower us to be able to finish well. In the meantime, focus, press forward, lean in. Don't be looking back. I can look back about all, I have a bunch of what ifs in my life too, so do you. But press forward, lean in. And and you're gonna say, well, preacher, how do I do that? I'm glad you asked that question, whoever that was because I'm going to give you the answer. And I'm even going to stay in the book of Philippians. How about that? And give that to you. Philippians 4, chapter 4, you can read it. A lot of you should already know it. And that is that when we worry and have anxiety, it says to go off and pray. Go off and pray. Uh, On Wednesday, When I was out of town and listening to the radio and hearing all the conflict in Washington DC and the Capitol uh, and all that, obviously I was driving. So uh, I I didn't read anything on my phone. And obviously since I was driving, I I didn't respond and I still haven't. And some of you who know me well, who, who be a part of our church or you're just a part of our listening audience, you're probably going. Well, I wonder how Jeff, why Jeff hasn't spoken on this. I'm going to tell you why I haven't. Instead of going to social media, yeah, I went to the Father. That's right. I went to the Father. Uh, that's the first place I went. Well, listen, the indicator is anxiety and worry and doubt and fear and just all that junky stuff. That's the indicator in your life. And man, when that stuff is creeping up, go to the Father. That's what you do with worry and anxiety. You go spend time with the Father. Let me tell you, Jesus did that. Jesus stayed on mission by going and leaving the masses and the groups to spend time with the Father. What he saw the Father doing, he did. What he heard the Father saying, he said. And it just goes on and on. And let me just give you a little hint. I love you deeply, but you're not Jesus. And if Jesus had to do this, then how much more do you and I have to do this? when we're going through those times of despair, whatever year is the toughest for you, whichever one it is, you, how do I get through this thing? How do I stay focused? How do I finish well? And that is, I'm, I, and other people responded on social media and that's great if that's what they wanted to do. I'm just telling you what I didn't do is I didn't respond on social media. What did I do? I went to the Father. I went to spend time with the Father. And then the other thing that you can do to get a grip and have a good focus is also found in chapter 4, it's verses 8 and 9. It says, finally, brothers, and obviously it means sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any moral excellence, And if there is any praise, dwell on these things. Do what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. You need to notice in chapter four, the two things that I've told you to do, pray, and then what to think on, both of them, Paul says, produce peace. It comes from the peace of the Lord himself. Listen, I want you to take Philippians 4, 8, and 9. We're not gonna do it... um, in this, in this sermon, but would you take, would you take verses eight and nine in chapter four and just walk down and just use this as your, as your prayer guide? What's true? You know, uh, what is honorable? Think of things that are just and pure and lovely and commendable and that have more, and think, let the Holy Spirit, you know, show you what an examples of those are and then be able to give thanks and to be able to spend time with the Father. I'm asking you to pray this. How do I keep my focus? By praying. I had this conversation with a guy before I came to video. You know, praying can be a time of asking and receiving. Praying can be a time of speaking and listening. But as you get older and you've been praying most of your life, you learn this, that prayer really becomes a time when it calls me away from all the troubles of the world and I get to spend time with my heavenly Father. That's really what it comes time to being. Yeah, there's asking and receiving, there's speaking and listening, there's all that, but it comes time to be alone with the Father. How are you gonna keep you focus? I'm just gonna give you two right here. I want you to begin praying. Whenever you feel negative emotions just raising up in you, go spend time with the Father. And number two, think on this stuff. Those things that are true, there's just a lot of information out there today that is just not true. What's honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable? What's excellence, moral excellence? And praise, dwell. He says, dwell, spend time on these things. You hear me? Good to be back with you. I'm excited to be back with you. Uh, I hope you're excited, but uh, I, I don't know how I would know that. <laughs> Other than maybe you just write an amen, okay? Uh, in the response, it's good to be with you. I love you deeply. Press in, okay? Press forward, let's go forward. I showed you how to do it. You got to do it. Can't okay, just think about it. You got to do it. Here's how we always leave you: grace and peace.